The Way It Is with Sunan. Now, the Taoiseach has spoken about it uh, now, uh, what's been called animal abuse on RTE. Uh, the Taoiseach has come out and condemned it. This is, of course, um, the issue of uh, calves and a programme last night uh, on primetime talking about calves, cruelty to calves being the dirty secret, basically, of uh, the dairy industry. Um, I'm joined in studio by Matt O'Keefe, of course, of uh, KCLR. Matt, you're close to dairy farming. You know all about it. I suppose most people who drink milk, eat cheese, um, you know, have the products of, of the dairy industry, don't think. But the actual reality is that there would be no milk if there weren't all these thousands of surplus calves. That's the reality. Yeah, and I heard the Taoiseach's comment in the doll today and he described the film footage as repugnant and I couldn't argue with that. Anything uh, that relates to cruelty to animals or humans indeed uh, is repugnant and uh, uh, the film footage uh, showed that. Now, I, I would perhaps argue that it's uh, that these were isolated cases, but I can't prove that. But to my mind, and it's something the Taoiseach also said, it, this is a matter of the necessity for more enforcement rather than more regulation because the regulations are in place and, and, what and, and are very they? strict. What are they? Absolutely. So the reality is, sorry Matt, yep. just to bring you back to basics because I think it is true that people don't think when they get a carton of milk that that is milk which is nature has produced from a cow for a baby calf for, the, for her, her offspring and the calf is taken away in order that we can have the milk. That's that's the reality. Yeah, that's, that's the normal. That's the normal protocol. And uh, but describing the calves as surplus, surplus to what they they all have, or the vast vast majority of them have an economic value. Whether that's in bringing them to a. Uh, uh, a slaughter stage in Ireland or through live exports under the proper protocols and nobody is contending that uh, w- what was shown last night should be the case. Uh, the, there's, there are set times for uh, layerage and for uh, feeding the animals as they travel over certain hours and so on and so forth and it's a matter of enforcement. But I, the basic problem is that they're valueless. No, effectively, no, not at all. And therefore, nobody's any no, mass. No, I, on I them. wouldn't agree with that at all. There, there, there's a very small percentage uh, that have extreme um, beefing, uh, po- extremely poor beefing values. But that's a that's a very small cohort. If you look at the vast majority of calves, eighty five percent, for instance, of the dairy calves that are born in Ireland. Uh, are neither exported nor prematurely slaughtered. And, and premature slaughter, the Herod scheme, as you might call it, is now banned. It, it's, it's no longer active and any uh, and reference to it in the programme last night. And that was where a farmer could just could shoot well, the, uh, and regularly that, that, shoot re- them when rarely, they were born. Uh, that didn't happen on any kind of a, 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 a basis. Really, they were, they were sent to slaughterhouses. Uh, some of the slaughterhouses would take them, abattoirs more so than the large slaughterhouses, which would take young calves of um, relatively poor value and slaughter them. That won't be allowed. I mean, that's banned now. Tirlan uh, initiated a ban on it and on board BIA has it in their regulation. So let's park that because that's over and any reference to it in last night's programme was historical by nature. You know, things caught up. It took so long to produce the programme that uh, events uh, caught up and uh, and, and uh, exceeded it. But the reality is that, uh, for instance, uh, 
as I say, in the dairy herd, 85% of them are uh, brought to an economic value, whether uh, through the dairy herd or through beefing in the country. So you've got a relatively small cohort, then a surplus, if you like, that go to, go to veal houses in, uh, on the continent. And that's a very traditional um, economic sector on the continent. We don't have a tradition of veal production at all. It's unlikely that we will have, uh, given that no one has volunteered to, to undertake it. There's some rosé beef uh, produced, eight-month-old beef uh, finished at grass, and that was a welcome development. But ultimately, the consumer decided pretty much, in, uh, except in rare cases, that they didn't want it. You see, the, the consumer, I, 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 and, and I constantly mention this to you, the consumer values value over their values. You know, everybody is ideologically committed to this, that and the other. They're not willing to pay for it. Okay, but the reality of taking a very young animal away from its mother at a very early stage within weeks and putting it on a truck and driving it halfway across Europe yeah, and uh, the, pretty... the, actually, the travel the travel distances are relatively short compared, for instance, to uh, a regular trade between Euro- Romania and the Baltic states, where they travel the entire length of Europe over. But two wrongs don't make a right. Though. Absolutely not. But if the protocols are in place and the regulations uh, say that the journey times without breaks should be no more than X amount of hours, and that the calves should be fed at regular intervals, and that's stated straight up and 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 very. Um, in very detailed fashion in the regulations, then as long as that's adhered to, there shouldn't be an issue. But still very questionable. And as you say, it's up to the people who consume dairy. Is it? If it's it's agreed to by the veterinary profession, by uh, government regulators, uh, is it questionable? I mean, the distance, for instance, to bring a calf within the country, say from Well, I Castle suppose I'm Island adding the taking Dublin. of a very young creature away from its mother so that we can drink milk and then compounding it by putting it on, on a trailer to travel half the way across Europe. Yeah, and I'm if 85% it's questionable. of calves are I'm not saying it's country, wrong. It's a, it's a minority question. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's wrong at all. I think the live export... Uh, aspect of calf production is extremely important and uh, it's it's viable economically. And if we want milk and if we want cheese, uh, well, that's if we want, the cost. Uh, uh, yeah, but there's a cost with everything, Sue. There's a cost with eating an egg. I mean, all of the, all of the male chickens in the egg production sector now, not in the broilers where they're, they're brought to meat, all of them, 100%, we're talking about millions and millions of uh, male chickens across the world are, are killed on day one. So, you know, let's get real about this. This is about food uh, and uh, there are consequences. It's the same as suggesting that uh, um, there's a problem with food production because uh, it, it, it um, releases carbon. <laughs> it's, a, it's a natural process. It's been going on f- since the world was, uh, was created. Listen, you're a journalist, but you're also closely estate, uh, um, associated with dairying, Matt, and that's why it's so good always to get your um, perspective. But I did ask um, Glanbia, who have, I mean, what's Glanbia turnover this year? I'm, it, it's into billions now, and they've made that out of dairying. I don't think anybody can contradict that. And I looked for a statement from them on this today, and I was told... This is an issue for Tierlawn. We have no dairy business in Ireland. Well, Glanbia have that's, no dairy that's business the in of Ireland. The law. Glanbia have no dairy business in Ireland since they um, 
sold all of it to the Tierlan Co-op. So the, the, in fairness to Tierlan, they have been very proactive, not just this year or last year, but over the last five years in developing a dairy calf to beef uh, system that's economically viable for beef producers to take calves, to buy calves from dairy farms and to bring them. And they're doing it in, in conjunction with one of the And beef, I know the some beef, of the uh, suckler, meat processors. suckler people were kind of unhappy with that. I remember talking to a, a suckler farmer out the road here some time ago. But Tierlawn have given me a statement, um, Matt, um, and they say Tierlawn has a zero tolerance approach to animal welfare abuse. We unequivocally condemn the instances of mistreatment of animals and the alleged breaches, breaches of animal welfare regulations depicted uh, on RT last night. Mistreatment of animals is absolutely unacceptable and has no place in the Irish uh, food chain. And they go on to say um, that they've raised their deep concerns with the Department of Agriculture. Farm milk suppliers are deeply upset at the unacceptable instances of animal mistreatment. They'll work closely with the ICOS, the Irish Cooperative Organisation Society. They say, finally, Tierlawn sources milk from family farms. We have strict animal health and welfare policies in place to ensure livestock are treated to the highest standards on farms and provided with good nutrition and care at all stages and, of their And I lives. agree with every single word of that. I think it's absolutely hugely important that we have full enforcement of the regulations no hitting of calves with sticks, no kicking them, no uh, forcing them forward uh, by, by, by pulling up their tails or pulling their ears. None of that uh, can be allowed or acceptable behaviour. But it is a matter of enforcement. The department has personnel in all of the co-op marts and, and they've come out very strongly that uh, if there's an issue there, it needs to be followed up. And if, if, if prosecutions are required, that needs to be the case. I spoke with Michael uh, Lynch on the phone today, the manager of Killian Hill Mart, and he assured me that all of those protocols are, are in, in place. place. And that's and that's the way it should be. No one could uh, no one could uh, suggest that cruelty in any circumstances is acceptable. OK, do you think it's a good thing this has been done? Will it be sharpen up I, the, I, I, the regu- I, not the regulation, but the enforcement? I would have say. actually preferred if there hadn't been such a delay between the filming of many of those uh, incidences and uh, actually their exposure. I would have preferred if the camera people or Frank, Fran McNulty or whoever had, say, had gone in and said, listen, that's not acceptable. I'm reporting you to the manager immediately. I, I think... Uh, you know, waiting for an expose, fine, it's good television. And um, the idea, though, that it's a dirty secret, you know, I, I think that tagline is rather cheap and meaningless. I don't think there's a, there was ever any secret that uh, we export a certain percentage of calves and cattle and uh, sheep, as it happens, uh, certainly uh, across border and possibly over to, uh, to Scotland at times. It's it's part of the of of the tradition, but the standards have improved enormously. There are regular veterinary inspections on all those trucks going out. If someone does something wrong, illegal at the other end, that's a different issue altogether. Matt, a, a couple of years ago, we talked about the bobby calves, as they were called and uh, are called in New Zealand, and people were warning that there would be a scandal such as this in Ireland because of the expansion of the dairy industry in Ireland. Expansion of dairy industry industry does mean you don't like me saying surplus calves, but that's the reality of yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was a very, very, so very widespread um, practice in New Zealand. It was almost the normal protocol. 
and uh, you know times have caught up to and, shoot them uh, to, to, to shoot them well to leave them for delivery for um, immediate immediate slaughter um, I, I, it wasn't acceptable I, I was in New Zealand and saw evidence of it and I found it repulsive and I would equally find it repulsive here for the minority of calves that were slaughtered. And as I say, that's uh, that's now been fully banned. That won't happen in the future. And ultimately, we are playing, and I suppose that's a flaw in the system, we are playing catch-up. Uh, the likes of sexed semen, the likes of the development of a, a dairy beef index, which uh, allows better confirmation in 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 um semen to be in bulls to be used for uh, for those calves that are not necessary for replacements all that's going to eliminate very quickly uh any kind of sub-economic calf uh production within the dairy herd or indeed within the within the the, the suckler herd there's no doubt about that uh, we have we had next spring given the figures that of, of, of use for sexed semen straws this year we will have 100,000 more dairy beef type calves than we had this year that's a phenomenal uh, development and I can see that in, improving exponentially over the following two years Alright Matt thanks very much indeed for coming in and giving us the benefit of your knowledge and, uh, and background as well Matt O'Keefe and he'll be with you for the farm show on Thursday, no doubt we'll be talking again by then. Uh, Matt, thanks very much indeed. You're Take more than break. welcome. The way it is with Sunan.